this is Anne Marie 2.0. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. Um, in this episode, I'm really excited because I get to interview my grandma and grandpa. So we talk, I ask some questions. It's really interesting to talk to them. And don't worry, it's all safe. Like all my interviews, I've been doing it through online, uh, the internet. So don't worry, we're safe. And then also, I just wanted to say that my grandma, who I interview, she helped me paint my artwork for the podcast. So that blue acrylic paint pour that you see with the marbled effect is actually um, something we both did together. So that's really fun. And I really hope you enjoy this episode. It was amazing to make. And thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow my Instagram a-N-N-E dot M-A-R-I-E dot two dot zero. Um, thank you so much and enjoy. Hello, Grandma Nellie. Hi, Anne-Marie. Um, is it okay if I call you Grand-Marie? Grand-Marie? Yeah. I don't care what you call me. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you? You know, I'm doing real well today because the weather makes a difference. Yeah, that's true. In my life. If the weather is like this, I'm I'm okay. Right. That's true. I feel the same way. <laughs> no. Okay, so I do have a few questions for you, but first, okay. Would you like to say hello to the Anne Marie 2.0 fans? Well, absolutely. I would love to. And that's all to the uh, Anne-Marie 2, is it 2.0 fans? Yeah, 2.0. 2.0. 2 2.0 sounds better than zero. Okay. Yes, I would love to say hi to all of them. I think that's wonderful that you have uh, people that are listening to uh, Anne-Marie's 2.0. Oh. Oh. okay yeah so my um, first question for you is do you know what a podcast is I really do not but you know what I was thinking when we went walking right now about it and I'm thinking it's like the old radio programs exactly yeah we're back to the old radio programs folks we did a tremendous circle We've just come back to the circle, right back into the radio. A radio. Now, I used to love to listen to the radio. And when you're using the radio. Wait, wait, what's that noise in the background? Yeah, that's Grandpa. You're making noise, Grandpa. <laughs> she's going to talk to him in a minute. Do you want to talk to him now while he's here? And then he sure. can leave? Or... Sure. Come and do it now, and then she'll leave. I have to study. Well, he, she has a study. <laughs> she's, he's going to ask you questions. Just ask questions, but you got to be real quiet in the background. Now, yes, I love all my eight grandkids. What's she's going to ask. Question? I got you plugged in. Be careful. We okay. had a car. Yeah, yeah, I'm in a car. Are you? No, I'm not in a car. <laughs> she's going to uh, ask you questions. Now, Carl, we're on the radio. Right, I'll shut up. Yeah. You're on. Okay. So, welcome, Grandpa Nally. Thank you. You you say you're talking to all of her. I accepted say. your invitation. Yeah. <laughs> um when you were a check in the mail. Let her talk. Let her talk. <laughs> Is it okay if I call you Grandpa Marie? Grandpa Marie. 
Yeah, like, you know, Anne-Marie. No, a man. Marie <laughs> is the lady's name. Just say yes. Just say yes. Yes. I'm Go just ahead. joking. Okay. Oh, uh, see. Okay, okay, so would you like... Okay, I have a question for you. What subject did you teach when you were a teacher? And what did you like most about teaching? And what do you miss most about teaching? There you go. Okay, I was a biology major in college. Mm-hmm. So I taught in the small school in Kansas, starting with less than 100 kids. I taught general science, biology to sophomores, <clears throat> and the physiology to the juniors and seniors that had uh, a good grade. And then physics to the seniors. So I had four different preparations and also then PE class for boys. I had one of those I had to cover. And then when I went to a bigger school at Council Grove, Kansas, uh, I taught biology and general science and also physics. Uh, You know, like chemistry and physics. I taught physics part. Wow. And uh, I also coach. I started coaching there at Pomona, P-O-M-O-N-A, 85 kids in the whole school. Wow. And I coach football, mm-hmm. and we played eight-man football, mm-hmm. and you didn't have tackles. Or if, you only had three running backs, not four. And then they – we went up to after about six years at Lebanon football. But I also was the head track coach and sophomore basketball in the wintertime uh, boys coach. Wow. But in football, but, uh, we coached, I coached eight men, did that for seven years, and we consolidated with one of the other small schools that was in our. Uh, boundaries that was only 12 miles away and kids all rode a bus and we went moved up to 11 man football then right we would uh because grandma and i both went to auto university ottawa kansas and pomona took that job because she had one more year of college left and i'd promised that uh, her father and mother that definitely she would finish school and uh, they're at auto and get her bachelor's degree, which she did. And so in doing so, Let her ask I you another decided question. I'd take the job there. And that's why at Pomona, because it was close by. Right. Now, I'll shut up and listen. Next question. <laughs> so what did you, um, can you tell them the story about how for one of your classes, you had to... Um, you know, have a lesson about dissecting cats and mm. what a parent said to you. How do you remember that? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's heard it so many times. Uh, I did that when I was at the bigger school at <clears throat> Council Rural, Kansas. And there, that, uh, that in physiology class, and you had to be a senior, and have an A or B in biology to take it. And uh, they, uh, you can be a junior or senior, I should say. And uh, 
But yes, we dissected the cats. We didn't go chase them down at night or anything like that. Uh, when they came to me, they were already had been euthanized and were in formaldehyde, which you can work your hands four times after handling them. They'd still stink like formaldehyde, which is a preservative, you know. Tell them what the, doc, the person said, though. The mother said. She thought she'd gotten a cat. She thought that I was catching neighborhood cats like pets <laughs> and using those rather than ordering them from the scientific supply company that passing them from out of I never caught a cat. Never caught a cat that way. But it was good. It was a good school. And thank God that uh, I never would have met grandmother right. if she hadn't come to her full center from Illinois. Uh, they're in that school. And, uh, I have another question. Okay, well, that's, I mean, what's one thing you miss about teaching? What do we, one thing I miss about yeah, teaching? This is the last question. Because <laughs> I've been talking too much. Huh? No, it's just that's all I have. I miss, I miss the uh, good feeling I'd always have when on doing experiments like we did in physics or general science or biology, good experience of see the uh, excitement on the students' face when they had resolved a uh, problem or resolved the situation by being able to, to uh, let's say, uh, educate their parents and have their parents and even come up and say, Mr. Nally, I appreciate that uh, what you're doing for my son or for my daughter because the parents appreciated the the honesty that we had. I think was um, if the kids worked hard enough, but if not, I I would you know tell them they could stay there as long as I did because we lived in a little town. Grandma was had her college. We lived in a little town that was only the uh, what, six miles, about five to six miles away. Right. And this has been so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll dress up for time. <laughs> Thank you so much, Grandpa. Thank you for being here. I appreciate your uh, questions and your interest. And remember, never give up, okay? Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Um, what are three things you love about me? Oh, there you go. What are three things you love about her? About you? There yes. you go. I, your smile, you go. your attitude, and I have to say, and your ability ability to uh, take on grandma with brain teasers and uh, uh, let's say with the uh, you know that the uh, the relationship that you have with grandma and I. Aww. We appreciate you and the and your mom and dad have done a great job and now it's up to you, young lady, to continue in that path. We love you. And that's Aww. what's Thank you Thank so you. much. Now three things now three things you hate about me. Oh no. <laughs> For me? Yeah. Zero, zero, zero. There you go. I can't think of all anything at all. You don't hate. Hate's not a word in my vocabulary. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hi, Grandma. Hi, I'm here. Okay. 
So I have a question. Yes. What do you think a podcast is? Oh, yeah. And I told you, I think it's like a radio program. Right. Huh? Yeah. So it's like a radio program. Well, because this is what we used to do. Listen, on radio, you didn't see people. You don't see people, do you? No. When you do your podcast. Okay. And, and one thing about the radio, it's, it's um, you're listening. And I think when you're listening like that, you use your own uh, admi- um, imagination. Right. And so you're sitting there listening, and then you can just kind of visualize what the person looks like. <laughs> that's true. And I feel like that that's more like a radio program than it is TV. This is. Right. And like, but with podcasting, like you... You don't have to listen it at a certain time because it's not live. It's right. Live. So you can turn it on anytime you feel yeah, like you need to listen. Anytime. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's next good. one. Do you know what Anne Marie 2.0 stands for? Well, did you want to tell me that? Yeah. Or do I, do you want to tell me? And then sure. I'll tell you what I want to add it to sure. it. Sure. Okay. 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 Well, it stands for. Well, when I was 20 when I started it, so like 2.0, like 20. Okay. I started in 2020, so like okay. zero. And I'm the second Anne Marie in my family. Oh, so you have a lot of twos. Lot of and then I think you're just too cute. Oh, stop. <laughs> Anne Marie 2Q.0. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You can add that to it. <laughs> wow, thank you. Okay, next question. What do you think of TikTok? Well, I don't know that much about it. A TikTok to me is just, if I can explain that, uh, it's just a short little video. Yeah. And it's a, but it's very short. Yeah. And it's about anything that you want to do. A lot of people are dancing on it. The other day, I got one from a friend where a baby is just waking up. And they showed what the baby does when he wakes up. I mean, he, he kind of smiles. They're trying to make him smile and all. I don't understand really too much about that, but I just think it's a short version of a video. Yeah, basically, you know what it is. Um, uh, do you know what a tier list is? A who? A tier list. T I E R. No, I do not know that. Okay. It's, um, it's like where you rank people or things or chocolates or candy. Um, so like S is the biggest tier and it means super. And then it's like A, B, C, D, E, F, G of like, well, not G, but like F. Okay. Um, so do you want to tier list your grandchildren? You mean if I tier list them, I, I kind of, um, I, I kind of rate them. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I would have them all the same rate. They'd all be S's. <laughs> yes, that's the right answer, Grandma. Yes, they're all S's for super. Okay, so now we'll do more serious ones. Okay, let's get serious. What is your earliest memory? Ooh, ooh. I guess living in Maywood, Illinois, I was probably a kindergartner. Mm-hmm. And just playing outside. We used to play outside all the time, uh, games with the neighborhood. And then my mother always used to say, when the, when the streetlights come on, you've got to come in. Wow. And, and we didn't have 
parents watching us and taking us to the park, we would we would just all go outside and play from, you know, right after dinner until it got dark. Right. Yeah. I remember doing that. That's good. That's a really good memory because you remember your mom saying stuff and then you remember mm -hmm. having fun. Very good. I had a good childhood. I really did. Yeah. So what's your earliest memory of me? Oh, and you know how I remember you? You were born while you were not having, you were living with your grandmother. Yeah. I always remember that. And you were in between houses. You, they had sold that house, that apartment like, uh, it was a condo. And you weren't, hadn't moved into the pepper tree one yet. Right. And you lived with your grandmother. And she was the neatest person. She would get up in the middle of the night with your mother while she was feeding you and help just just get up and 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 be with your mother while she was feeding you. And I thought that was the sweetest thing anybody could do is to let your mother be alone. You know, you're alone at middle, you know, like two or three o'clock in the morning when you're doing the night feeding. Yeah. And you're sitting there all by yourself. Well, she would get up too. And she had no, you know, she didn't have to do that. Right. But she got up to be with your mom and you. And I thought that was the sweetest thing that she could have done. Uh So do you remember like my earliest memory of like what I was like when you would babysit me? Like maybe oh, once yeah. I had a personality? Oh, like I do. I do. I do. You know what? You're the only one though. I got to tell you of all of them, you were the only one that liked to do my crafts. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I I had a hard time getting Thomas to do them or, you know, Mary and Patricia. It was, you loved, I would bring those things to do and you would do them. Right. And I should have known right then you were going to end up doing, you know, being an artist because yeah. you were into that. So I will have to tell you that it was a pleasure to bring things because you would finish them and stay with me because um, I was trying to entertain you, you know. Right. And the rest of them got bored with it. Well, it was funny because I remember sometimes I would do it like really well, but you're like, yes. remember, these are like three-year-olds. They're not going to do it that good. Oh, yes. <laughs> I would have you do things for my class. Yeah. You know, and I would say, maybe Sunday school class. And I said, oh, no. I said, you've got to act, you've got to do it like a three-year-old would do it. <laughs> yeah. Color right. it like a three-year-old. Right. So that's why till now I still color outside the lines. Ah! No. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined you for life. <laughs> no, no, no. You made me more creative. You made me think about like ways to reuse things around the house and how to make it into yeah. crap. Yeah, we did that. Like paper, paper plates and straws and, right. and things like that. Yeah. And it was all Sunday school stuff. Now that I'm thinking about it, I was already retired from kindergarten. So it was all doing my Sunday school projects that I wanted them to do. And we would, you know, I would bring them and you would stay right with me until we had it done. I love that part. That was fun. That was fun. Okay. My next question is, what is the best advice someone has ever given you? Wow. I don't know if I could come up with just one. Right. I don't know if I got advice, but I, I was one that would give advice to my kids. Just be happy. I didn't care what their grades were. I didn't care what they did. I just want them to be happy people. I, I didn't want to put a lot of stress on them. Like, Ooh, 
you got to do a good job. You got to, you know, get all A's. You know, I never felt that way. I just want them to enjoy life. True. So True. that would be what I would, I might've been told that, but I, I really feel like, you know, I really worried that they would not enjoy life. That's what I was working on. You radiate that energy because you always try to make people happy and that's good. That so, is, yeah. You take your own advice, which is good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then you talked about teaching kindergarten. So what did you like most about teaching? Well, I think. What grades did you teach first? And then. Okay. I, you know, I actually started teaching in sixth grade. Oh, okay. Then I taught, taught eighth grade. Hmm. And then I taught preschool. Yeah. And then I ended up in kindergarten. And one year I had third grade. Yeah, and then I went back to kindergarten, and I would have to say kindergarten, without a doubt, is the most fun, because you're the first person to tell those kids anything. Like you're the first person to tell them about Thanksgiving, about um, you know Flag Day, or and you were and you got to in, introduce so many new things to them that they didn't know anything about, and and they were just like sponges. They were just you know, they would just take it all in. And it was more fun because every day was exciting because there's going to be something new that they were going to learn that day. Right. Their brains. And I I have to tell you one thing. I had a parent that came to me and said, well, now her, she was a reader. This little five-year-old was a reader. And I wasn't too excited about if they could read or not, because they're going to learn how to read anyway. You know, anyway, um, they were going to, they were going to read anyway. So that wasn't my problem. I wanted them to be able to work with other children and enjoy life and all. And so she came up to me and said, Oh, he's so bored. And I went bored. (laughs) I said, I'm not even bored. I said, I'm not even bored in school. I said, I've, I've said, I've done this for years and years and years. And every day is so exciting to learn. So I thought that was a strange thing that a parent would ever say that a five-year-old was bored (laughs) so I took offense to that yeah well I would never be bored in your classroom come on well every day was something new you know I mean every day they had to learn something new yeah I feel like kindergarten you always have to have like a lot of theme too I mean what now like themes oh yes that was the most fun yeah. I don't know if they can do that now or not because they, they've got so much. It's like a watered down first grade. They have so many books to do and all. But right. the thing is, I, I taught by themes. Mm-hmm. So the whole week would be about C, the C. Okay. Right. The next week would all be about dinosaurs. Yeah. The next week would be all about trees. And that was fun. I would bring in stories. I would bring in artwork. And, and it's called... It was, it was called, um, you know, you, you start with your theme. It was like a, oh, you know, in a circle, you'd write the word trees. And then from there, you'd say, okay, in literature, we're going to read this book. And then in science, we'll do this. And it was all related. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was exciting for me to do because then I had to dig up stuff that would be just about that, that um, subject. Right, 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 right. So why did you feel like you liked kindergarten, but not the other grades? I really, I really kind of fell into it because I was at a preschool and I was teaching preschool 
school and the lady asked me if I would like to go on to kindergarten and I it was the last thing I ever thought I was going to do I was teaching in the uh, primary you know I was teaching like sixth grade fifth grade seventh grade eighth grade I enjoyed that though I enjoyed the older kids okay because they could do a lot more and and you could leave them alone more you know and give them a a project to do and all and then what do you miss most about teaching um you know, I'm going to tell you one thing I used to miss when I, I finally retired, I missed the other teachers. <laughs> that yeah. was the fun part because, you know, you get a, a, you're there every day with the same people every day and you get to know them real well and you have lunch with them and all and, and they're going through the same problems you are with mm-hmm. discipline or, you know, parents c- complaining or something like that. And you get to be really, really uh, bonding with other teachers because you true. you listen to them and you have them, you feed off of them. They'll say, oh, why don't you do this then if they're causing you trouble or, well, you know, I did this. And so I really miss, I miss the, the adult ch- uh, people. I really yeah. did. That makes sense. And then do you have a famous llama incident? Oh, my goodness. I was at this preschool. I was at this preschool who's the, the, the uh, owner loved animals and mm-hmm. we had spider monkeys and we had two uh, uh, snakes, um, not the danger ones, but what's this, uh, cobras? Not uh-huh. cobra. <laughs> what are the snakes that wrap around you? What are the snakes that wrap around? They don't bite you. They, are they, they yellow? Yeah. Anyway. Uh-huh. We had two of those snakes and spider monkeys and a llama. And he, oh, wow. and this, these are with three-year-olds and four-year-olds. Right now, I don't think this could have ever happened. This was back about, this was back about, oh, I don't know, about 30 years ago. And I don't think the, the uh, health department would ever allow them to have this again, you know, <laughs> and because we, we'd go out for recess and the little kids would be right with the animals. Jeez. And one time this llama got a hold of my little boy who was five years old. Well, he was only preschool, four years old, by the neck. <gasps> and he was squeezing him by the neck. And I had to come and kick that llama to let go of that child's neck. It was awful. Oh, my goodness. But there was that llama the next day. They were still there. But one time I came and one of those snakes were gone. <gasps> those two snakes. What? Why am, I, why am I having trouble with the name of the snake? Um, oh. I'll find it. I'll look it uh, up. What? It's the ones that squeeze you. They're not the ones that bite. They're they're um, uh, snake. I'll look it up. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of them in Florida, and they can't get rid of them now. But the pythons? Pythons. Pythons. No? They think a python? Does that squeezes you? Yes. Python yeah. snakes. They're huge. Yeah. And we have. Two of them in the, we had them two in the nursing home. You okay. did? Two of them. And I walked in one day and they couldn't find one of them. <gasps> and I said, no, 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 no. I'll say until you find that second one. I went into my room. It was in my blocks. No. It had wrapped itself up into the blocks. Yes. That's what we had. It was awful. It was, and I stayed there for about two or three years, but I, isn't it awful? Those horrible having those animals around those kids like that that is so bad that's so scary (laughs) oh my gosh um and then 
Who is the famous student that you had for junior high? Well, I had some pretty darn neat kids in Council Grove, Kansas, that were in eighth grade. And of course, eighth graders, they, you know, they all play basketball and they were all, they were my athletes. They were the athletes. Yeah. So I had some pretty darn nice kids that um, really did a lot for the schools and, and um, played sports and all. I can't even think of one real, one, one lady, one girl though, ended up getting an award in, in Washington, D.C. later on as she got older for her writing. Wow. So yeah, so she, I don't know where she is, if she's famous now or not, but she wrote an essay and Washington, D.C., you know, gave her an award for that. Hmm. So Interesting. So like you taught some famous people. Yes, I had, yes, I did. I had one quarterback, his name was, um, he was for the Patriots. Oh. And, and uh, Steve Grogan was his name. And he was the quarterback for the Patriots. And I had him in sixth grade and I tell everybody he learned everything he knew from my recess. (laughs) I'd take them out and throw a football to him. No, but that, but I am, that's the only one I know went on and did something like that. Right. Oh, that's awesome. And what are the three things you love about me? (laughs) Okay. Well, number one is your ability to do artwork like you do and that you see I love the fact that you see things that other people don't see, but I think that's the artist in you because I think people have that perception that, you know, you can walk down the street and you see different things than they do because you're aware of the colors and shapes and things like that. And I love that part. And then I love the fact that you um, really very much into family. And I think you, you're with your cousins and love your cousins and take care of them and babysit with them and help out. That's a great thing that you have going for you. Thank you. And yes. And the third thing, of course, like what grandpa said, <laughs> I love doing puzzles with you. And, and I, and I wouldn't, you know what? There's many puzzles I never would have finished if I hadn't had you at the other end, knowing that I'm working on, I got to finish it. Or Anne Marie will tell, what? Grandma, you could do this. <laughs> no, you, you push me. And that's good. Thanks. That's well, you are amazing. So that was fun. And do you have any questions for me? Well, I, I wonder if you, uh, it, on this, where you're going with this uh, podcast, what would you like to do with it? Hmm. Good question, Grandma. Um, so basically, I just really needed to start this with like my classes and communication and media. But now it's kind of become this fun little um, hangout with friends because and like my grandparents because it's coronavirus and we can't leave. And oh. it's been such a nice way to just like talk with people and yeah. find, find things in common with people. Um, and then you kind of talk about those things in comments. So, you know, I hope that people find me funny and like nice. So like, you know, maybe this will gain some traction and not only a famous student you'll know, but a famous granddaughter. Wow. And you know what? I forgot to say, I think your humor will help a lot too. And I think you get that from your dad. 
yeah. which who my grandfather was my, no your grandfather my father was the funniest guy on earth he was a hysterical guy he was funnier than bob hope when bob hope was so popular and um i think it passed on down but i think you've got the same humor as your dad yeah what do you, Don't you, what, do you have, what do you know as oh, like your dad's like best jokes he would do pardon like what's some of like the best jokes he would say or do? Okay, you know what my dad would do? He was a pun punner. He right. did pun. Right. And everything he said was funny. He would see <laughs> something. I mean, he would say, "You'd say, um, you know, I'd say thank you or, or tanks or something. I don't know. He'd say that. But the other thing is, he'd always." Um, he'd always turn it around and whatever we were doing and we would laugh and laugh and laugh because he sees, he saw, he saw humor in everything. And, yeah. and, and he would just like your father finds puns, you know, how you pun your makeup. And that's how he was. I can't think of one right now, but I mean, it was constant like that. Yeah. I mean, it was, I remember your dad just recently here, I, I was talking about the Gettys uh-huh. And he said, yeah, spaghetti. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His last quick. name was Gettys. <laughs> and I, I, he said, oh, I knew sp- spaghetti, you know, spaghetti or whatever, not the Getty part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing my father did constantly. Right. Of course, my best one with this, this, um, you know, this, oh, sign that they put up for grandpa. Mm-hmm. And grandpa is in Lyle in there and he says, oh, every, he's telling everybody out here, he'll say, well, it, at least it doesn't say alley nally, you know, it's a, an alley nally. And my dad, when I came back from Kansas and told him that I was going to marry Carlin Nally, he said, oh, I thought you were going to get a boulevard and you got an alley. <laughs> That's <laughs> That was what I know. He that's what he did with everything. Though. Right. So that was best, best one. Best it's one funny ever. to live with, but like sometimes you're like, I can't uh, say one thing without it being twisted into a pun. Yeah, exactly. Like, and at dinner table, we would sit yeah. there and he would do that to me. And and um, you know, here's another thing: you're in the car, mm-hmm. and he'd say, you know, he'd be turning, and a car would be coming on my side. I'd be sitting the passenger side, mm-hmm. and he'd turn and he'd say, "Oh, that's okay. It's your side." <laughs> <laughs> like it makes a difference if we get our car it would be just my side you know? he, he he was hysterical did he do any and, april fools things yes every every april fool every april fool he never changed it he would come running i had a brother and he'd come running into our room and go oh you're late you're late oh my gosh i forgot to get you up yes and of course he had set the clocks back so we thought we were or ahead we thought we were so late for school. We get up and get dressed in about five minutes, but probably an hour and a half before school. Every, every, every uh, April Fool's Day, you'd think we'd catch on. Wow. It was every time. Wow. And my mother used to say, my mother never laughed until she started going with my dad. She never, ever, ever laughed. And my wow. her, And her mother said, I've never heard Marion laugh until she met Jack. And and he and he just kept her in stitches all the time, but the best thing is he would. Um, I was going to tell you about. He made her laugh. I can't remember what I was going to tell you now about making her laugh, but mm-hmm. but that's true. She actually, um, you know, she liked his humor, 
and she right. and it was just made her I know what she said she said everybody needs a jack because when you go to a restaurant have you ever been to a restaurant and people sit around and nobody's talking and everybody's kind of grumpy and everything well when we went to a restaurant and we would sit there he would make he would say something so funny we would all be laughing the whole dinner time and my mother said, oh, my gosh, that family needs a jack. She looked over to a sad family, you know. Oh, like everybody needed a jack at the table. You know, Aww, that was cute. That's know? so cute. I love yeah. that. Get your get yourself a jack. <laughs> I know you needed a jack to yeah. make you laugh, right? Maybe, yeah. um, I forgot to ask Grandpa one thing um, about how he feels to have a street name after yeah yeah here 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 talk to her here there you go one more question okay extra credit or what uh, extra credit um okay how do you feel having a street named after you well it could have been Nally's alley <laughs> but i feel better sorry, because it's like a boulevard or parkway yeah it's like official now tell her how yeah. you feel about that. Well, I feel honored, okay? And the uh, minute I expect you when you turn 65 to bring your children by there at least on one Sunday afternoon and say, that's your great grandpa. Uh, yeah. And, why do I have to be 65? Why? Yeah. Well, that way you'd be a, a grandmother at that oh. time. And oh, I see. That would be uh, probably long gone. Uh, hopefully oh. that happened. Carl, they've had that, that sign would have been knocked down by then. <laughs> no. <laughs> Grandma, did you hear that? Yeah, did that was me. Knocked down by then. I will if make sure. Down, if it's knocked down, I have eight grandchildren that can protest and go wanted it to the village of Ireland, John. Get that back up. My grandmother, grandfather would roll over in heaven. That's where I'm going to go. <laughs> if you don't get that back up like it says. This is what I'm going to say. Hey, put that back up. I'm not 65 yet. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. You know, I feel very honored. Uh, wow, has been very good. To, uh, to Grandma and I, that we uh, uh, were very honored by it, and uh, we forgot about being cold and windy that day of the, when they had the ceremony. And you know, we feel very feel very honored, and uh, that uh, uh, Nally's Alley didn't sound that good. <laughs> That's okay. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you so yes, much. Yes. Thank you so much. Now you're gonna send me that so I can hear it. Explain that to me sometimes so I can hear your podcast. Right? Okay, I'll send it to you. Thank you so much, Grandma and Grandpa. That was so fun. That was. Uh, we really enjoyed this. What a nice afternoon visit. <laughs> Virtually, of course. Um. Yeah, it was such a fun visit. It was so fun. We were uh, parting it up, laughing hysterically. Um, I hope my questions were easy enough and you like them. <laughs> Very good. Love it all. <laughs> okay, well, say goodbye. Good say goodbye to my okay, family. Say goodbye to the podcast. I will. And love to you. Okay? Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
Wow, what an episode, am I right? Aren't these G-Maws and G-Paws amazing? <laughs> I hope you liked it. I liked it. That was cool. Um, thanks so much for listening always. It's a blast. And just like my grandpa said, never give up. Don't give up. And like my grandma said, be happy. So with that being said, goodbye. Anne Marie 2.0 is out.